57. 57. Um, should we just go in? I think we should, really. In it. Yeah, that we're suitably dilated. <laughs> yeah, now, now that everything there's is dilated. The there's, there's the end. <laughs> me the spray, Doctor. GTM, please. Welcome to week 57 of every number one ever, subtitled How to Keep Your Head When Faced with a 50s, a 2022 and a cowl. We like to dream here on the premier revisionist history of the UK chart podcast, but we don't make our dreams our master. Oh no, as to dare to dream would in this game, well, it's folly. And that would lead to disappointment, madness and eventually two nights at the Cucumber Castle. And no one wants that. We've learned it pays not to make a heap of one's winnings, even though the art of going on one or two has been aired, talk amongst men, and slowly slipping virtue, only briefly walking with kings, if only for an unforgiving minute. Three waiting for the earth and everything in it, and for we to become men. Or something. <laughs> but while we wait, we may as well twat through nine number one singles. Nine more number one singles. Now, watch this drive. Four. Hack at him. Oh. He's got his wood out and he's teeing off with renewed vigor, making his balls land near the apex of the dog leg. It's Mr. Craiglow. Well, picture that. And if we could only pull him out of the maw that is the 19th hole, we could probably do some work on his short game by getting him to grab down the shaft, lay up, lay up and play the game, Dr. Liam Maloney. Hello. People. Anyone had a heart attack recently? <laughs> <laughs> and today's machine is called... Pixel Lot. It's a Patreon one. It's a it's a play on Popstrel Pixie Lot, but this changing a first name to Pixel. While Craig furiously Googles for more Don't than one Pixie Lot, he's been to see a live. Yeah. He's been to see a live. All over this. Yeah. Number one fan. <laughs> well, it's maybe, maybe Spotify. Ra- it's Spotify wrapped today. You, have you guys got your rap? Oh fuck! I've not looked. I've not looked. I dread to think with this fucking thing. I am in the naught point two percent percentile mm-hmm. top Carly Rae Jepsen fans of the last year. <sighs> that I don't know what's happening. Me. And we're gonna start with Craig. Yay! Yes, it's been a while. Uh, my first number one this week is unique. Number one, number 240. This was number one for two weeks from the 8th of November in the year of our Lord, 1967. Before we go any further, Pixel Lot, Mamadou, some facts. Shit up. Bend it. <laughs> Pro- proper shit. <laughs> only work we want to got, boys. <laughs> only work we want to got. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. What year are we? 1967. This is fun. Okay. 
Buttercup, it's the foundations with their <laughs> first number one single, Baby, Now That I've Found You. Uh, fun fact before we get any further, their first debut single, Sea of Faces, was made into a hit because of pirate radio. It was massively played on Caroline and all the other pirate stations. Oh, wow. When it came to the follow-up single, this one, uh, the pirates wanted nothing to do with it. They wanted no oh, play. Weird. But funnily enough, just a month previous... To this coming out, BBC Radio One launched, and they refused to play anything that was played on the Pirates. So they put this into pirates. they put this into massive rotation, and it became a number one hit. Weird. <laughs> okay, I don't like that at all. That's just like the BBC. What, what do you not like? Just the just the beep going. <laughs> How dare we? I mean, popular. nothing's changed in sixty years, has it? So. <laughs> no, David Tennant's still Doctor Who, isn't he? Woo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Woke, more like. <laughs> Put your Daily Mail down. <laughs> I I think it's a, a great bit of um, yeah, just classic kind of R and B soul fun. I'm into oh, this. Right. You're it's be- this it's better. It's better than Build Me Up Buttercup. <gasps> Definitely. You. How dare you? It is Craig. It is Build Me Up Buttercup's still cool, but this is great. Mm. Build Me Up Buttercup's a bit cheese. This is cool. This is really cool. I would listen to this quite easily for pleasure. Yeah. As opposed to talk. Yeah. Which or, is Bill Mitwalk up. Yeah. Or arousal. Yeah. Arousal. What about leisure? No. No, no leisure. The, if it's not got the P, I'm not interested. Hmm? Is that does that go across all words? Uh only only the ones beginning with L. <laughs> Such as loom. Or please, so you don't like to lease. Yeah. Fuck. I take it that we're, we approve of this. We're off to we're off to a good start. We're off to Strong. The, off to the races, as some would I'm say. caressing the fridge's handle as we speak. Ooh, how saucy! <laughs> well, then I will. No, in my fridge, I don't. I don't clean the outside often enough. The problem, but you catch something from that. Uh, <laughs> uh, my second number one this week is unique. Number one, number five hundred and fourteen. This was number one Good for two weeks from the 15th of January in the year of our Lord, 1983. Pixel Lot, the facts are all about tonight. God. Is that a Pixie Lot song? Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> Just trust him. <laughs> Nothing. It nah, could no. lie, though, now. I, I, I'm, fi- I'm, I'm fine with that. Sorry, Craig, do continue. <laughs> no, to... To to just preempt just a, just a smidge just a just to to stoke the smidge your yeah stoke the fires just ever so slightly. Uh, this is a cover, and I prefer this cover to the original. Press play. Culture Club. That'll be Collins. It is. It is. <laughs> it was. It's it. Collins. We've got like fifty-five minutes of Craig saying that this is better. <laughs> Now, right, wait, stop, everyone stop. No one say a thing. I'm trying to remember Liam's reaction. Does he go hard against this or can he not give a fuck about Craig's view? There's something here. I can remember something. I, I, I'm, I'm going to seed. I'm going to seed the table here. and uh, To me? So Craig, well, no, to no, Craig. to Craig. It's, it's his hand. So, Craig, 
brings up speed. Uh, I think that the production on this is excellent. I think if you like Phil Collins' voice, there is absolutely no reason in a sea of really sort of morbid and dire Phil Collins songs that he was churning out at the time that this absolute celebration shouldn't be lauded. I, as Matt has alluded to previously, Diana Ross yawn. Uh, this is just better full <laughs> stop. Right. And it's got that it's got that 80s production. Right. Let, listener, let me just before we move on, so obviously as you know, we're on Zoom. And they, Craig is very good uh, with a bait line. I'm not sure if you know what that is. But basically the, everything's going fine. Liam's in his little box, he's listening, and then Diana Ross yarn. This is better in every way, and Liam's head has gone. <laughs> Liam, what's your view? That's like arguing with Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 whiffle. It's it's the. It is the cover CD you bought off the market thinking everything on it was the proper one. When really no, it's it not the pound, it's not the stuff at Poundland Sings. <laughs> bit fucking close. It, it, poxy 80s bollocks. Get rid of it. Give it in bin. The fact that we take Phil Collins as like a legitimate artist is already questionable. As a, as a species, not we got, have a problem. You've not got there yet, Liam. You get to a point, one gets to one, to a point in one's life where suddenly they realise, actually, you know what, Phil Collins, he's all right, isn't he? There's a lot of good stuff there and it's quite enjoyable. You will get to that point someday, young man. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I'm, I'm, st- gonna... I'm still balls deep in Peter Gabriel Genesis, so one day maybe. Get your rabbit on. I'm going to push back here. I'm going to push back to say that Craig's bait line has made you go too hard, Liam, because it's, this ain't that bad at all. It's not. It's a but... really faithful cover. But what's got your goat is Craig saying, <laughs> it eviscerates! <laughs> Diana Ross is dead! <laughs> I think, it, I'll be honest with you, what an absolute triumph of production in the height of the 80s ludicrousness at, at the hands of, uh, you know, the studio decisions being taken by producers. For, I think it was Hugh Pagdam and Collins. I, I, I was just doing a quick look to see if there was a reason behind this, but I actually think it was done as a bit of a kind of test of could they do an authentic 60s soul sound in the more the sophisticated... No. no, but come on. I mean, it, it's the 80s, mate. For a start, it sounds like real instruments. <gasps> That's a just, fucking good start, yeah. right? No, I, I've... it come, For me, it comes down to... Do you like Collins's voice or not? I've no problems with Collins's voice, and this is a good song. It's goodbye the Supremes. It's goodbye Phil Collins. It's goodbye Phil Collins. What's what's the album title for this again? Hello, I must be going. Correct. It's, the, it's, it's the blue face cover. <laughs> Fuck off! Stupid bloody thing. It's the blue face cover, not the black and white yeah. face cover. That was the first one, and not the orange face I cover. That's the one after. Not it. orange face cover. I've got orange face. Yeah, that's got sister, sister, no, ja- no jacket required. Yeah, yeah, which is just banging. Yeah, it's just banging. Flaw- yeah, it's flawless album that one. Now, if we were talking about Susu Studio, yeah, Studio, Susu Studio, sorry, I'd be fine. Or Susudio, however many sus he wants to put in it in the title. I'm on board. Depends how far into the song you've got. Yeah. No, this no. 
It's just it's. I feel like the voice of reason in Bedlam. No, like, no. Just, <laughs> I think you just. I think you're just wasting. There's no need to have an opinion this heavy on this. There's just no reason. <laughs> Well, because Craig adores this, he's gonna vote. Keith. That, I think. I think. I'm just. Gonna, I'm gonna call it as I see it. I think your base at this is just a personal attack on Craig. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's an okay. arsehole. Absolutely fine. <laughs> Fuck off. Absolutely fine. Craig, show us your third number three leg. and final for this week for me is unique number one, number three hundred and eighty-five. Before we go any further, pixel lots, boys and girls and facts. <laughs> it's been it's been one week this was number one for one week from the 14th of february in the year of our lord 1976 i'm gonna be honest with you boys this one was a real head scratcher for me it really confused me and i don't know i still can't understand what this is for the life Gettable of me. for me uh, do you reckon is it gettable, this? No, it, it might be. Unless, <laughs> unless this is a massive, massive blind spot in my musical knowledge, which it could very well be, and you'll get it within, like, the three seconds. I sat there just scratching my head going, how did this get to number one? Press play. Eyes I down for full house, Liam. Is it the theme from World in Action? <laughs> Right, well, obviously, we've, we've not gone there, have we, Craig? Nope. What is this? This is what's in the beginning, then so should it end. Don't let our love become just a friend. Wait, is that Midjor? This is... Who's that? This is the band Slick. It is Midjor! It is. It's his... It is Major. This is Slick with their, with their song Forever and Ever. This is Major trying to be Bay City Roller Wannabe once you get to the chorus. Uh, yeah. Does it kick also, off? Also, where... Does it kick off? No, I'd chorus it in a minute when Craig yeah. is... This, this is also where Major gets his name. Because he was one of the last members to join this band, and there were two Jims in the band, and the Jim McGinley had joined the band in 1970. Major joined in 1972, so Jim McGinley said, "Just do your name back to front, Jim." And so he went, "Midge." And so got his thing in it. Yeah, so he became Major. That's probably the only thing that this band and song should really be remembered for. There's some interesting right. choices vocally and arrangement-wise yeah. in the chorus. I'll give you that. This is one of the reasons why it took years for Midgeor to be taken seriously because his next move after this was to join the Rich Kids yes. with ex-Sex Pistols bass player Glenn Matlock and do punk. <laughs> yeah. God bless you, Liam. So he went from this, almost, as you say, Bass City Rollers knockoff to punk and then became the lead singer uh, of Ultravox after John Fox left. So he was seen as a kind of like, what are you? Because we like people to have a furrow, don't we? You know what I mean? Yeah. Liam, I would say it's worth doing a chorus dive because I just want to, I want to know your opinion. I never knew he started like that. It's really bass. I mean, that it's, beginning. I'm, yeah. It's like if the Bay City Rollers tried to do something in about 1967 and tried to be interesting and innovative by putting church bells at the start. 
It is. It's nasty, isn't it? It's a bit. It lets itself down. It's slowed down off key, basically, rollers. It's so weirdly, like, the rhythm of it's really kind of swingy, well, but not quite. Try and listen it's to four really minutes strange. of it. It's just all over the place, and you just find yourself... You, you, you're walking sort of zigzagging around the street because your equilibrium is completely thrown off, and it's like, am I <laughs> am I having a heart attack or a stroke? Midge did Midge nearly get you run over? Is that what you're trying to say? Quite possibly. Shite. Yeah. Well, that's, that is an interesting trio right there. Yes. Where do, where do you land, Craig? You know what? Uh, it's it's a no. I won't say soft. I would say uh, medium. Well, keep. Shall medium we say well. a medium? Is that when you do the, the? Is that like middle finger? You yeah. know when you do the, yeah, the steak. There yeah, there we go. So that's that's what I mean. Uh, baby, now that I found you, absolutely great. Uh, I really love you, can't hurry love. And this is just sort of there. It's interesting, uh, Liam. Uh, what do you think, my love? Um, so, uh, Phil Collins isn't that bad. I don't particularly like it. I, I, I don't like the production on it, personally. It's, it's too much for me. Um, but it's fine. It's perfectly serviceable. Maybe, I, uh, maybe now that I've got you, whatever it's called, great. Definitely. Classic soul. Sold. Phil? Slick. 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 Spelt without cool. a C, because it's cool. It was cool then, kids. Um, that's garbage. That's absolute trash. So I think I'm on a soft bin, a very soft bin there. Okay, which leaves Mr. Matthew. It's a two to one soft keep for me. There we soft go. Keep. Um, with on that lovely note, let's move on to Matthew. Oh shit! Right, okay, thank you. Give me a one. One. Oh, give me a three. Three. Give me an eight. Seven. Give me a six. <laughs> six. That's it. It's unique number one. 1,386. 1,386. 1,386. At the top spot for two weeks in that period of time that we know as COVID, but you would have also known as March 2021. Ooh. Any more information, Pixel Lot, before we start rabbiting? One-hit wonder in the COVID Ooh. years. Obviously, with one-hit wonders, we do need to take into account, especially the modern ones, that these might be artists that are about to set off on a chart-shagging mission for the rest of their lives. I'll tell you this for nothing. This won't. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. This is a one-hit wonder all day long. Two and a half years. Yeah, go. There once was a ship that put to sea The name of the ship was a Is this a dance remix of a sea shanty? Liam, welcome to TikTok hell. <laughs> fuck off. We mention how no, social media platforms have influenced modern music release, whether it be hooks up front of the early to mid Spotify era to this frankly baffling bit of Portland Bill and Captain Pugwash down the slug and lettuce. <laughs> Before we dive in, let's search for a moment of clarity. As things stand, TikTok is the place where sub 26 year olds go searching for new music. It's recently, TikTok this is, rolled out its own charts. The TikTok Hot 50 and TikTok Viral Charts and its own music streaming service called TikTok Music. 
TikTok has influenced the way people imbibe music when it comes to the length of the videos that they have on a platform. Licensing restrictions give 15 to 60 seconds gratis. So consequently, people are taking like pellet-sized hooks and having it wormed into their brain. On top of this, TikTok has also co-opted their own genres they kind of fan the flames of these weird genres nightcore which we uh, talked about on the old long pod which was uh, basically yeah. liam speeding up the song yep yep and the far cooler but still as simple slowed and reverbed genre which i don't need to explain that um so what is this <laughs> the song is called weller man nothing to do with paul weller and it is by Nathan Evans, and he's a Scottish. It has been remixed by 220-220-Kid. And then it was further remixed by someone called Bill and Ted. Excellent. Bill and Ted. So this is where we're at. And when we say remix, what we mean is on TikTok, they've taken the video and they've added another layer of something. So this isn't just the remixing of a song. This is a remixing of... It's a meme. It's a meme. It's a meme. It's, this, this, it's a meme, <laughs> Mario. Um, Wellerman is a New Zealand sea shanty, 1860s. It's been covered a fair few times, and then this Scotch covered it. Um, it sounds like the theme from a galleon ride on Blackpool Pier. It sounds like the workout music from a sea-based episode of Lazy Town. Like with all viral things, perhaps we should stay inside our houses until it goes away. Uh, perhaps we should create a three-word slogan to help us out, like fingers in ears. Perhaps we need an antidote. <laughs> How about a bin? Uh, Shall I go first while Liam, Liam recovers from Liam, his stroke? Liam, 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 has, have you had your pills, Liam? Do we need to take this seriously? I've had my tablets, it's fine. Good. My blood pressure is reasonable. I have no problem. I have I have no problem with sort of sea shanty stuff anyway. I quite like the band Skipinish, which is a, another sort of modern uh, sea shanty style band. Uh, and there is others, other various bands of it that I don't mind. So uh, yeah, I have no issue with this. Was I aware that we had an umbrella? No, but I'm fine with this. <laughs> Right, shall we leave the room, Craig? <laughs> Why have you two gone? It's it right. It, do you film this? You film this, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Record, record the zoom. I'm gonna put that bit on Patreon <laughs> because it was just. Do you do you do the hand? Do you do the face palm uh, while you're teaching Liam? Because it's so powerful. <laughs> you have such a powerful face palm that it just sent me and Craig under. I've spit the drink down my top as well, which didn't help. Right, go on. <laughs> Honestly, lads, why are we giving this any time of day? It's it's it is. I mean, what other sea shanties are we going to get to represent in the? Uh... <laughs> I understand this is important work. <laughs> this, I, this is a child singing a sea shanty. I don't think he's a child. A, it, it, worse, it is a grown-ass man. Grown, it's a grown Scottish. 
a grown man singing a sea shanty <laughs> on a social media platform that's been remixed by someone and then remixed again and then somehow techno pugwash is viable as musical output that people listen to. People spent money on this. Yeah. No, yeah. Why are we even take like I, I know the point of this pod is to like explore and take so seriously. Why are we taking this seriously? Well, I, right, I tell you the bit that we do need to take not seriously, but I think was worth discussing is the fact that it's just interesting how things like this can reach prominence and it goes something beyond creation in the studio and it, it's just a kind of like a self-generative thing. And then when you look at it at a distance. It's weird. It's just really weird, isn't it? It's interesting. I, I find that interesting. It, it's but it's all wrapped up in that COVID thing as well. It's all that Tiger King, work from home, Zoom meeting, one hour a day of mandated exercise, Bojo and his cronies. It's that period distilled sonically. I think it's as as beautiful as COVID was. This is what the virus sounds like if mic'd properly. Fucking hell, yeah. So, Craig is a fan of sea shanties. Um, Liam, my I'm, objection I'm gonna... isn't actually the shantiness. My objection is the technoing of the shanty. Really? Yeah. So you don't like your shanty tech? You don't like your shanties? No, I'm techno. a traditionalist with my shanties. You like his shanties straight? No, I like them. Yeah, I like them straight down the line. I want them in meat space. I want them in a corner of a pub. I don't want them on TikTok. Meat space. <laughs> Um, you are, are you disgusted? Liam, I'm going to ask you this. Are you disgusted enough to go on one? I'm not suggesting that. I'm just, you You were so visceral in your face palm. No. Okay, let's look at number no, two. No, then. the face oh, palm was more about Craig trying to Craig justify Craig it. being Craig. It was fucking, it was, in, in fairness, Craig, and I'm glad you've said that because it was, it was like, it was the most Craig squared. It was the most fucking great. And I think that's the other thing. You started laughing because you caught yourself. It's like, fucking hell, I've changed my whole personality into a bit. Right, where the fuck do we go from there? I'll tell you where. Unique number one, eight, five, two. We're still in a march, but this time the march of 2000. Pixel lot. Any more information, please? It's been. You know what that means? It's for one week. Yeah, a one week number in 2000. I am not throwing it open to the crowd. I'm not passing go. We are going straight to jail. Press play. Don't give it up. Oh, it's Chicane. Hey, that rap with it, mate. Brian Adams. Don't Absolutely. give up. Oof. Absolutely. I like this. A, du- a, a double hit. Mm. <laughs> Chicane. What's them? You mean who he? <laughs> Chicane's name. That's quite nice to say. Chicane's name. Chicane's name. Is Nicholas Bracegirdle. Ooh. Sounds like a hobbit. Doesn't it? It is! Um, and here he is at number one, ably assisted by rock tosser Brian <laughs> Adams. But what is he doing on a laid-back dance track? A good fucking question, or a good fuck jig question, as I've written here. Let's be honest, this wouldn't have stood a chance of getting to number one without the digitally treated gimmick of Adams's croak on top. This purples along relatively inoffensively for three and a half minutes, and then it just brilliantly, it literally just stops. <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> 
and the world carries on. I was going to say, not <laughs> enough time for the DJ to fade into something else there, is there? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it's just, what, three and a half minutes, Slim? Not much exactly. more, is it? Yeah. There are a few features to this that make it notable, but what is left is some lovely squelchy dance that makes me think of, like, well, chewing gum and heavily condensated cars at night. And I can't quite tell if that's a good thing or not. All I'll say is that it does seem quite odd that something as anonymous as this would have made number one. But there you go. And obviously, Chicane's better tune, Saltwater. Yeah, and Offshore was massive as yeah, well. Yeah, but they didn't get to number one, this one did. Um, I'll throw to Liam first and then we'll go to Craig. It's fine. It's perfectly nice dance pop. Um, I'm not turning it off and I'm probably going to enjoy it while it's on but I'm not going back for a repeat listen it's been a long time since I've heard this um, I don't feel the need to hear it again it's fine did you know it got just to number fine. one? I'm surprised it got to number one mm. because it is very just floaty it doesn't really do anything no um, I don't, yeah it must have been up against some very light competition yeah, we should check that actually. But I, I would imagine, and I shall. It, well, also, let's let's we not forget it's two thousand, so it's the year with the most number ones. Craig, floaty, floaty trance. Indeed, I was I was just doing a check to see if this was a weak knockoff of David Burns' attempt when he did Lazy, but that is two oh. years after. So that was a, a, a far superior improvement on Yoni mm. Adams's uh, Yoni Ornathon. I mean, this is I, I don't like Brian Adams at the best of times put him on top of a really sleepy dance beat and I am completely tuned out. This is poo-poo. Fair. Oh, that's absolutely fair, to be honest. <laughs> is yeah. this Nobble Jishanti, Craig? Uh, I mean, it's it's slowly sinking to the bottom of David Jones. <laughs> that's, just, that's just old age. <laughs> uh, what followed and what was before, Liam? Are you on it yet, mate? Um, yeah, so it's the 18th of March twen- mm. uh, 2000, you said? Yep. So... Um, oh god! Oh god! It was uh, oh, it was rough. So um, I'll give you. We don't normally do this, but I think this is kind of interesting. It sort of puts it into very sharp focus. Um, I'll give you the top ten that week, right? Because you won't remember half of these songs. Yeah. In at ten, in at so, ten is Puff Daddy featuring R. Kelly. Satisfy you? Oh, I'm sure. I, hope, I bet. I bet neither of them asked. Um, number nine. Don't let you go by five. Number eight was Bye 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 by NSYNC. Bye Bye. Fine. Moving Too Fast by the Artful Dodger at seven. Six was Sha La 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 by the Venga Boys. What the fucking thing? Venga Boys, <sighs> isn't it? It's, take any of them, put Sha La on it. And then you get into a really rough top five. Five, Sitting Down Here by Lena Marlin, which I don't oh, actually mind. Right. Inoffensive. That's the best of the ten pop, at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Four, Mama Told Me Not To Come, Tom Jones, Mysterio, Funny. Oh, Brilliant. Um, heavy Sausage. Grim, grim. Um, three, Pure Shores by All Saints. Two, right. American Pie my, by Madonna. Oofy doofy. Yeah, so you can understand how this, being as innocuous and inoffensive as it is, gets to number one around some of those other tracks. You know how we, we talk about times re-reaching prominence after... 20, 30 years where we look back with some kind of hindsight and go, actually, it wasn't as bad as we thought. We've done it with the 80s. We did it with the 60s and the 90s. I don't think we will. What, with the <laughs> 90s? Well, I, no. I still, we'll, we'll look back and go, it was all shit. Oh, dear. It was all shit. I think it's a case of the high watermarks when they happen 
are mm. really good. It's just that other times not so. The much. rest is Leonard Marlin. Oh, <laughs> so mean. Quick fire around just before we uh, hit number three. Liam, Ashanti, and some. <laughs> But um, not a shanty. Not a shanty. A shanty and some faceless dance view. No. Craig. <laughs> no. Right. Unique number one. Number one zero five three. Tenth of March again. Two thousand and seven. On the top for two weeks. This will set someone's world alight, and perhaps not the other person. But do we have any more information? Picks a lot before we do. <laughs> Press play. I think one of you is going to absolutely adore this song. Got to be Craig, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> oh, yes. It's uh, Shine by. Uh, no, it's Shine by. Take that. You're such a big star to me. It's it, Take That Dewey Hello. Mm. It certainly is Shine by Take That Mike, Michael, Mark. Luke and John. Mark Owen goes musical theatre. John's a little twat of a song. Showcasing the, the Let f- It Shine one. That's Is the one. Right. Showcasing the fact that Take That Version 2 meant business. The follow up from their comeback number one, which was Patience, and it appeared everything they were touching was turning to gold. All in all, this was their sixth consecutive number one and their tenth in total. The song which I've recently found out, uh, is actually about former member Robbie Williams' battles with depression. Um, Hence, I can't do that, Joe, that's awful. Uh, (laughs) I'm a mental health worker. I'm a mental health worker. Um, It's nowhere near my favourite take that, as it's jaunt and unfortunate association with Morrison's via years of soundtrack and their adverts put me off. However, it is unashamedly brilliant in its writing from the stop on stop to the end counter melody which serves as an apt coda i've just wrote under this craig you love this don't you we've been there haven't we yes yeah liam shine take that Nah. really i i have missed the take that train twice now Mm. i was obviously not a teenage girl in 1993 you didn't try hard enough no no those boobs just wouldn't come in. And <laughs> how are you? How are you? I'm titties? still sore. Still sore upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so strange. Um, <laughs> um, and I missed this kind of thing where take that reformed and then were treated as a legitimate band. Right. Quick around the room. Craig, sea shanty, faceless dance, take that. Views. Uh, soft keep, not the best Marco intake that after reform, uh, which would be uh, up all night for me. But this is high up there when it comes to it's doing some heavy lifting. Then mate, it's doing that. some heavy lifting. Well, it's 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 got it's managed to blast the shanty back to surface. Liam, <laughs> you know how Craig likes to go. Oh, we're meant to be the best of music and all that stuff every time it comes around to this. I'm gonna quote Craig. This is supposed to be the best of music, and this really bloody isn't. A novelty remix of a sea shanty, <laughs> a very much also ran chicane single, and take that, take that, pretending to be yellow, with a little bit too much of religious fervor for my taste as well. Oh, there's, um, a, there's a hint of the Jesus about it, which rubs me the wrong way, <laughs> as people who like Jesus tend to do. So close to his birthday, though. 
Um, it is a soft bin, I'm afraid, Craig. Yes, I, I actually um, wrote the I actually wrote the bottom because I didn't trust myself to hold my nerve. I never do this, but I've written what I should choose, and I've put soft bin except no substitute. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Yeah. Um, which means for the first time this episode, we have binned my three selection of songs. It means we need to have a rummage around and have a mucky dip in the bag of number two singles and take one out. No questions asked, put it straight in the Pantheon. Here we are, Lady Luck. Are you going to be kind or are we down the Cucumber Castle once again? Eight, nine, 90s, 80s. Oh, That's really weak. Yeah, late 70s. Oh. No, I'm gonna. What the fuck is this? Drop, drop. Come on, man. Oh, it's Dick Tracy, isn't it? Or oh, is it one of Madonna's shot tracks? It's Madge. Shantranky Panky by Madge. Oh from dear. Nineteen ninety. That's a cucumber castle, that one. It is a bit. Yeah, it's a drop bollock. But hey, you know. Can't all be winners. No, we we can't, and I'm s i am I don't think it was there was both roads. There was an A road and a B road, but the <laughs> B road was just a longer route to the Cucumber Castle. We were <laughs> We were damned damned if we didn't, damned if we don't. Liam Yes, my love. Finishes off in a nice way, won't you? I will, uh, yeah. Take you around the back and give you a good scene, too. So, my first number one is unique number one, number 61. Strap oh, in, gentlemen. We've not had an early one this week. Um, before we go any further, Pixie, can you give me some facts, please, my love? No, she can't. Um, so, all I can tell you is this number one for three weeks, kicking off the 7th of June, 1957. What is interesting, though, is um, Tony Bennett, that renowned musical scholar Tony Bennett, referred to this individual as the father of rock and roll. Right. See if you agree with that assessment based on this piece of music. Okay. It's got pep. It's a bit of, um... Josephine, your cheeks are mine. And, you know, <laughs> it was, I didn't know what the words were. Um, initials, Liam. J.R. Hartley. Jim Reeves? Nope. Oh. That would have been better. No, I don't know, mate. Go on. Johnny Ray. Mm. Apparently, he's quite influential and was um, influenced many kind of rock and roll stars that came after. But frankly, this is not very good music. I think we can say nope. that for sure. <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> I said, good day, sir. Um, it's just weirdly novel I don't get what the yip yip thing is I quite like that I think that's what that was that was for me that was a hook it was I the like style that. at the time <laughs> <laughs> are you, Craig 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 are you sure <laughs> every song you were waiting 50, through the top 57, 25 and there what? were yip yip 
Tally holes everywhere. Walking through Piccadilly Circus in 57, yip yipping at everyone you meet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a response to that. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I, I don't know what to... I, I Please pass this to you because I've got no information. He was probably gay. That doesn't sway me either way. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about this piece of music. It's just not very good and I think it's a bit weird and I don't like it. it, it you know, rock and roll... Pop music is a commodity. It's finding its feet, and you know we we were seeing what was going to land, and it wasn't Johnny Ray. Although Ray's Ray of Light, no, uh, landed upon many different artists, and he created a path which they did follow. Fuck me, Liam. Got number two. I'm, I don't know where I'm going. Gorgeous. Then let's move the fuck on. So next up is unique number one, one thousand and eighty-four. We are over a thousand number ones later, which is an interesting way to put it. Um, First up, Pixel. Pixel, yes. Potato. Um, Give me some information, please. It's been wonderful. A one week wonder in 2008. This was uh, first number one on the 29th of November 2008. Um, it's by an incredibly famous pop star. Um, or is it? If I were a boy, even just for a oh, who is it? Day. It's it's not Alicia Keys, is it? That's where I, I went bigger first. Than... Is it is it Bouncy? It is Bouncy. Old Beyonce Knowles. With If I Were a Boy from her I Am Sasha Fierce album. Uh, right. Liam did sass face, everyone. Uh, sir, sir, he's being sassy. Yes. <laughs> oh, I should have done something different for this, actually. This was also a double A-side, so it should have had... Aye, 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 aye. There we go. So this was a double A side with the far, far more famous single ladies brackets put a ring on it. Oh, right. I never knew that. Yeah, but this one is interesting because it's another one of those instances where Beyonce has managed to steal and cheat her way into success, <laughs> as she has done for her entire career. Um, objection, <laughs> objection, Your Honor. Can I just Allegedly. say to the can I just say to the jury that we have already heard the biases from Doctor Maloney against Beyonce. She he views her as, and I quote, a bad feminist. A bad feminist. Do continue. Do continue. If I Were a Boy was originally written by BC Jean and Toby Gad and performed by Jean in two thousand eight. Um, Beyonce stole the song. Um, this is a bit from Wiki, if you'd like to hear a bit is more. Is this a Wiki fist? It is a Wiki fist. Um, inspired by a difficult breakup of a romantic relationship, Shot. the song was initially recorded by Jean, whose record company rejected it. Beyonce then recorded her own version. Jean was upset that she had learned that. Sorry, Jean was upset when she learned that Beyonce was releasing a single, but eventually they reached an agreement. Money. Settled out of court. Beyonce Settled did this whole court. thing without actually squaring it with this Britney Jean woman who wrote the whole thing. This is Beyonce. Um, 
Yeah, because she can do what she fucking wants. She likes. was the star of Austin Powers in Gold Member, for God's sake. She can do what she wants. <laughs> yeah, and she carried Michelle and Kelly, didn't she? <laughs> she did. Um, but despite the fact that Beyonce attempted to steal this, um, it's also not very good. It's it, a, it, seemed, it seemed like an ill fit at the time. It is, it's a rather whingy ballad. And I know Beyonce loves a whingy ballad, but it is exhausting. But can I can I just throw forth? It's a double A, and we are focusing on the plop. But single ladies is boss, mate. We are. We've never come up with like a proper way of doing double A's, have we? Well, we. I mean, we do usually say play a bit of both. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're not already singing single ladies in your head, then why are you taking on extra music? You. Yeah, well, yeah, Liam's just done the hand manoeuvre. Everyone do the hand manoeuvre. Thank you. But realistically, we should bring into account... That was huge. And at the time, before we'd all heard it, um, to, you know, nauseating degrees, it was great. It was... And it was everywhere. It's still everywhere at a fucking wedding, but it's everywhere at the time. And I think it was a really interesting piece of music. I had a lot of time for single ladies. It was kind of different, clever. There was a lot going on there for me. Um, But I cannot forgive the turgidness of If I Were a Boy. Craig? Does it... Okay. (laughs) Uh, Not the biggest Beyonce fans. It's single ladies. I mean, it's... It's great. I mean... If, there's always a weak one when we come to these double A's. There's never really a double A side where we go, oh, they're both bangers. It's always going to be one of these is obviously the B side. And guess what? If I were a boy, is obviously the B side. True. Uh, single Ladies is most definitely the, the lead hit single that it's supposed to be. We'd be fools not to put it in. Oh, <laughs> there's big brassy bollocks. I love it. Um... The only thing that's weighing it down a little bit for me, Liam, because I do actually really agree with Craig's argument, and I'll tell you this for nothing, that if the third one is of any kind of decent quality, I am going to vote keep. But it is Johnny Ray. And he's... Poor old Johnny Ray. There you go. Blown your little... Oh, there's a Dex's. There's a Dex. I'm I'm voting keep. That's coming Uh, out in, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, Okay, let's jump on to the last one then. So we're going to go plumb in the middle here. We're going to go with unit number one, 644, but it's not perfectly in the middle because that's bad maths. Um, (laughs) It was first number one for the first time on the 31st of March 1990, so we're in a good year. It was number one for two weeks. Any more facts for me, Pixie? I'm going to give you a clue to this before we Is it a seal go. noise? It is not. Oh. Um, but I'm going to tell you what the translation is from the start of this song. Oh. American company Transceptor Technology started producing personal companion computers. That's, that's the opening line from this song. Американская фирма Transceptor Technology приступила к производству компьютеров персональный спутник. That is a great fact. 
That is a great fact. I would say that's the best fact we've had on this. That's brilliant. Is that legit? Yeah, yeah, that's what it stands for. That, that's what the Russian is, yeah. Um, so, this is, of course, the power by Snap. I went on a weird fucking dive into this. So, I didn't realise, like, Snap had a lot of different people in it over the years. A little bit, um, who's the band that came up the other week, Craig? Two Unlimited. Yes. Yeah. Um, a bit like that. This is Snap in its kind of earliest form, featuring the lyrics of Duron Butler, also known as Turbo B, don't forget they were German, and additional vocals, which is really cool, I think, by Penny Ford, and she's the one who does the whoa-whoa-whoa kind of vocals in the background. Um, and Penny Ford was the sister of Sharon Red. Do you guys know Sharon Red? Sharon Red was a big artist in the US. She did like Beat the Street and stuff like that. Really cool kind of electro post-disco artist. But Penny Ford, who was in Snap, was her sister. Penny Ford was also in the group's in the group's climax with two X's and a K and a Y. And she was in Soul <laughs> to Soul. You always need a KY for a climax. <laughs> yeah, she was also in Soul to Soul for a while as well. Which Ooh. is yeah, she did the vocals for Move Me No Mountain. In Soul to Soul, which is a Jerry Ragavoy tune from years ago. Lots in there. Anyway, obviously, this is the Power by Snap. This is like the height of awesome early 90s dance, and I am excited by it in the trouser area. Craig, where do you stand on Snap? Because you might hate this, and I don't know if you're just going to torpedo me. You're right. I, I, I could quite possibly really, really hate this. And you know what? I don't. It's great. Hey! <laughs> What's not to like about this? This is just perfect little early 90s dance. This is just great. I, I couldn't have said it better. Matthew? It's not really that much. I don't think it's that much worth in wasting airtime no. on, on this. It's the, the interesting thing about this, though, was... When was it? 1990, did you say? 1990, um, yeah. So, it, this is... It's a co-opting of um, the house sound into the pop realm isn't it you know what yeah, i mean yeah it's a kind we, of like chicago hip house thing that yeah. never really took off yet yeah and it's done so fucking well yeah it samples like mantronics as well yeah some of the beats yeah, it's great do we need to go any further i don't think so so that means we've got johnny ray's yip yip thing yip we've yip. got a double a from uh from beyonce with if i were a boy and single ladies and we've got the power by snap I could slice those two, those four tracks down the middle. Two of them are absolute gash-tastic, and two of them are spectacular. But the ones that are spectacular are so spectacular, for me, it drags the other one in. So I am keeping across the board. Now, I don't know if that's enough for you guys to keep, so I'm going to ask Craig first. Dead easy. Keep. Fucking <laughs> okay. Here's me trying to build tension. Craig's just like, yeah, keep it. <laughs> I mean, is there any tension here? We've sung the praises of the past two songs, and we quite liked the first one. So, yeah. <laughs> Make it three. God. Good old Johnny Ray. Indeed. Well, in that case, shall we wrap this shit up, my loves? Yes. Indeed. What a week. But what did you think? Do you like sea shanties quite as much as me? Let us know by getting in touch. Go on the socials. Find us at Facebook by searching every number one ever. Find us on X, formerly Twitter, at E-N-O-E podcast. 
if you head over to everynumberonever.com, spell it how you like, you will find a link tree of all the vital links there, including a link to our Patreon. So if you want to throw us a few pennies to help us sustain this venture, head over there where you'll find all sorts of bonus content. You'll find bonus podcasts, you'll find reviews, you'll find outtakes, you'll find a picture of me with the lead singer of Awesome. That's the best bit. Uh, and what more is there left to say other than Mr. Maloney, how is the Pantheon looking after this week? In this week, we have sent in some interesting chat. So, um, <laughs> um, baby, now that I've found you by Le Fondation, um, you can't hurry love by Phil Collins. I don't know how to say Collins in a French accent. Yeah. Um, my mouth won't do that. Um, Forever and ever by Flick have all gone in. Um, further to that, I also put in my three slash four, which was Yes Tonight, Josephine, which sounds like a request, um, by Johnny Ray. The double A's of Beyonce were... No, the double A sides of Beyonce. She certainly doesn't have double A's. If I were a boy and single lady. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Snap. Um, with the power, obviously had to go in and drag everything else in. But thankfully, Sea Shanties by Nathan Evans, 220 Kid and something else. That's gone. Don't Give Up by Chicken uh, and Brian Adams. Chicken. <laughs> chicken by Chicken and Brian Adams. Um, and Shine by Take That. All thankfully hit the fucking bin. Thankfully. Only to be replaced by a cucumber castle of inordinate proportions, thanks to Madge and her Madge. Panky Panky. No, no, this is before the sex book, I think. Only just. Only just. Do you have any idea how much copies of Madge's sex book actually go for? I can't say, and this is. A I've never, never searched for it. Did it come in a metal sheath? Yes, yeah. I, I saw I saw a used one for sale at one of the used bookshops at the back of the Arndale for about sixty quid fifteen years ago. <laughs> oh, you should have bought it. Rusted. How much now, Liam? Quid, four five hundred quid now. Quality. Well, there <laughs> Still we go. <laughs> no, log off. Stop listening to us. Get on eBay and let your finger or your specific digit do the talking to get a copy of Madonna's. <laughs> just, just, just Google the pictures. Specific <laughs> digit. You can Google the pictures. Just Google all the pictures. Good. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, someone's yeah. uploaded it. Is it scribed or some or issue something like that? Are they still you know, a thing? Like Did they not got sued into? Have they not been book. sued to oblivion by now? Subscribed. I was looking about two weeks ago because I was teaching. All right. Well, hooray for so. freedom of the press. I guess. Yep. Stop talking about Madonna's tits. <laughs> I wanted to stop. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> You're welcome. Cheers, Liam. Joy. We're playing out with the Snap Power or the Power by Snap. Or Snap Power by The. You decide, but it's a tune nonetheless. See you next week.